Jack O'Connor said, don't ever read a paper. You're kind of thinking, why did he say that? Or what did he mean by that? Or does he rate him higher than me? It opens up something that you do not want opened. You the only have to be thing entertainment players should be looking at or listening to is the football <laughs> Wherever you get your podcasts. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now. Colin Galvin, former Claire Hurler, joins us. Colin, good morning to you. How are you? Good, how are you? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, very good. Uh, excited time for Claire Hurling given the quality of the performance that they put in against Limerick did you see it coming? Yeah, um, no to be honest I didn't uh, after the performance against Tip I was sort of doubting them a small little bit I suppose as many people did um, but after that performance it was unbelievable um, he's sitting in the stadium and all the Clare supporters were roaring and shouting I was uh, a bit jealous not to be on the field to be fair Um but yeah, it's great, great, great turnout, great uh, results, and um, just overall a great day. Uh, was there a change in approach from the Tipperary game that was significant, or was it just that uh, the team took a bit of confidence from going well early on in the match? I, I guess what I'm saying, was there a significant tactical tweak from the first day out? I think it was just more of an um, attack uh, minded approach and the backs seemed to be a lot tighter um, which enabled the forwards then to be able to push on and get scores that maybe they weren't able to get the, the week before so you know it's only a seven day turnaround so no, it's actually a six day turnaround so it was Sunday to Saturday so um, for them to be able to float that performance was unbelievable um, you'd like to Ryan Taylor Dave McInerney you know um, John Conlon uh, centre back just all pushed up in their men and just 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 made it very hard for the I suppose the Limerick backs to get a score, um, which is which is very hard to do. Um, you know, Aaron Glenn missed a couple of easy frees probably, um, same with Darren Burns. But overall it was just it was a great performance overall for the whole team. Yeah. So what went wrong against Tipperary then in retrospect, apart from the self inflicted problem with the goals? Yeah, that didn't help. We gave away two fairly easy, e- easy enough goals. But um, I just don't think the, the the backs were pushed up hard enough on the on the forwards of Tipperary. Um, when they did do it against Limerick, it paid off. Um, they probably pushed up in the likes of Kyle Hayes and Darren Burns as well in the forwards. They made him run everywhere. You saw Shemin coming on. He was he was running over and back the field because I say he's a nightmare to mark. So. But um, yeah, just just pushing up, I think, made a big 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 difference in our play. Anyway, I, I'm wondering uh, as well. Like, is is the fact that Clare needed to win to keep their championship hopes alive and and got the win? Like, I'm sure that's a, a good sign, Colin. You, you have that big game in a couple of weeks as well against Waterford. That'll be in Thurles, of course, neutral venue. But the fact that Clare got the job done with a little bit of jeopardy as well is a good sign. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, you know they knew they knew they had to, to at least draw, if not win the game. So for them to be able to do that was savage. Um, as you said, playing Waterford and Turles is going to be another big game. You have to win that as well. So um, I I I think they're going to beat Waterford hopefully anyway. Um, but at the same time, you just don't know with this much championship so tight and everyone's so good at this level. Uh, it's going to be a tough game, but. After, after after coming out walking 
out of Gaelic rounds last day I was very happy yeah Decent spread of scorers for, for Clare as well which is definitely a positive for, for Brian Lowe and even in the first half you had great scores from Tony Kelly and, and uh, Aidan McCarthy and Mark Rogers among others that's that's something that, that clearly to win an All-Ireland to win a Munster Championship as well you need people popping over from, from all sorts of angles so that's definitely a positive for Brian Lowe Oh yeah absolutely yeah you know you'd so amount of, amount of scores the lads got from out the field was great but um, it was their it, I, thought, I thought it was their work rate was probably set them apart to be honest yeah. um, you looked at Shane Donnelly he didn't score a whole lot but my god the, the work that that man did and same with Ryan Taylor um, but if we can get a few more goals in our in our system we'll be we'll be happy anyway the uh, the question now as to where Limerick are at kind of came up after the match and John Kiley was talking we spoke to Sarah O'Donovan yesterday about how John Kiley was saying it was a very downbeat Limerick dressing room which I guess sets a fire under under their arses for the rest of the season which could lead to, to worrying things for, for everyone else is this something do you think that opens up the championship a little bit this result or do you think Limerick will just push on from here yeah possibly yeah it probably like in in one way it was great to get the win, but it probably it probably did wake them up a small little bit, you know. Um like the, the other thing about it is like Keen Lynch came off injured, uh Sean Finn went down at half time. Um so those two they're two massive losses for them. I know Mike Casey comes in full back, he's a savage full back as well, so you won't be too worried about that. But like Keen Keen is their sort of uh, playmaker in a way. So um They'd be worried about enough about that. Broad Higgery and come on as a sub. So were they playing their full card? I don't think so. But I don't think to be overly worried. I think John Kelly has a few a few tricks up his sleeve yet. I'll talk a bit more about Limerick in a moment. But in terms of Clare and what they've learned from last season, where obviously they were involved in one of the best games that we've ever seen in the uh, Munster final against Limerick, the one that went to extra time. Uh, ultimately they fall flat against Kilkenny in the semi-final and there was no specific reason I don't I don't think we ever anyway heard afterwards about something um, and I wouldn't say they're that far away from Kilkenny really like they, you know there's no way they're that close to Limerick and, and we've just seen them beat Limerick and uh, is that still going to hang over Clare do you think until they get out of Munster and beat a Galway or a Kilkenny and just go okay uh, there's a, there's two championships here whether or not you win or lose in Munster, you have to park that and then go on and take the All Ireland series separate. Um, no, I don't think so. Um, Brian Nolan is very uh, level-headed man. He he knows what he's doing. Um, like we I, we had a lull day against Tipperary. There's no denying that um, we just didn't perform. That was simple as. But I'd say. They got so hyped up for that Limerick game. I just hope it doesn't take it out of them. Um, I I really like it was such a big game for them to win inside in the Gaelic grounds against Limerick was just massive, and like sitting in the stands to watch that was unreal. Um, I think they're going to bounce on from that hopefully, um, and push on. But I don't think no. I, look, it was just a bad day against Tipperary as well. You know, it was just to let we were trying to get ahead. Every time we got the ball, but um, we left two soft balls, whatever, and killed us. 
And the Kilkenny game last year was hanging over the team in terms of championship performances. You put that back to back with the Tipperary game, and you're like, "Oh Jesus, uh, what's happened here?" And then all of a sudden, this performance against Limerick—it absolutely doesn't come from nowhere because their performance against Limerick have been excellent in recent years. But it's it's very important to have stopped that rot and now begin anew. And so suddenly, the next game is absolutely massive because if they win that, then they're definitely going to qualify uh, for the uh, All Ireland series at the very least. And you give them a great chance of qualifying for the Munster final. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you know, like players don't need to be told that either. They 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 know themselves. Like they know what they have to do, and they know that they need a big performance the next day um, for any hope of qualifying for the Munster final, as you said. Um, but from such a high, try and keep it going is going to be hard for them, maybe. But um, I have no, I've I've great faith in them. And that they will do that because the players are there. I I actually watching uh, Dave McNerney he walked off the field nearly five minutes after the, the final whistle. He wouldn't even talk to the supporters. Nothing. He walked straight into the restroom because he he knows what has to be done. So that's a massive massive uh, mindset to have uh, for him. He knows that Sunday uh, a most championship one win. Um, so for him, he, I was watching him. It was actually it was mad myself. I think it was Malone as well. Carl Malone walked into the dressing room straight away. Um, they know what's, what has to be done. Um, they know, they're not they're not silly. They've been around a long time. So that was a great uh, sign for me. Anyway, that they know what the, the the next day is a big day as well. How important is Brian Lohan in, in in kind of setting up that mindset, Column? You, you're a man who would have shared a dressing room as well uh, with Brian as manager, and I know he's probably a man of few words, but when he does speak, you listen. Absolutely, yeah. Um, he's a very quiet uh, guy when it comes to talking outside of uh, training, but uh, when he's inside there, Jesus, does, does everyone listen? Absolutely, yeah. Um, really nice guy. Um, just very, very fair He'll um he tell you what he's thinking and there's no there's no bull about him. Um when he wants you to do a job, he'll let you know. When he doesn't want you to do a job, he'll let you know. Um just just a really, really sound solid guy. How will the players who are part of the team ignore all of the noise about the fact that it's Davy next time up? Um do you know what? The team is so young now that a lot of them wouldn't have actually trained under Davy. Bert, Tony, John, um, Davy, uh, maybe one or two more, but that's it. Sods. Um, the rest wouldn't have played under him. They're all so young. Um, so that, that won't affect them at all. They will have everybody in the in the county coming up to them and going, oh, it's Davy next, Davy next, Davy next. How are you going to go against Davy? <laughs> No, they're probably worried about the sweeper, I'd say. If <laughs> anything comes up. No, um, look, they, they won't be worried about that at all. They, look, Davey, Davey done a massive, in my career as well, done a massive um, favour to us. He was a great manager too. You know, his heart's in the right place and stuff like that. So, to be no, to be no uh, bad, bad, bad aroma around that anyway. But, um, look, it'll be an interesting game where they're going to set up and, you know, um, We'll be going out to win the game anyway, hopefully, and our forwards are flying at the moment, so yeah. it'll be interesting who picks up who. I have one last question. You, you talked there about um, Kyle Hayes and Dermot Burns and what Clare did to try and uh, 
diminish their impact on the game and it, it's clear they manage that so do you think there's a template there can other teams do what Clare did or was it specific to the talent that Clare have at their disposal well it's, it's a bit of both really um, you train for Mark Tony one on one best look job because uh, he'll be roaming around the field if you do the same to Shannon Donald best look as well because like you can set up uh, a defender if you want if you, in front of them, but the lads are well able to take points from outside as well. So you like the likes of David Shirls, you'd like of um Dermot um O'Connor and you have um just John Conlon as well as well able to take points from out the field. So you either set a sit a man back in front of the full forward line or you don't. Um it'd be interest very interesting to see what happens anyway. All right, good stuff having you with us this morning, Colm. Thanks so much for joining us. No problem, thank you. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now.